0: ladies and gentlemen to episode eight we like to call this episode it's a bird it's a plane it's an unidentified flying object today we'll be talking about unified unidentified objects and little <laughs> little green little gray men like always it's big t here with dante talking to you here from the lair uh how's dante today i'm not too
1: bad i uh i got all my uh windows boarded up and i got aluminum foil on my head and i I'm, I'm ready for these stories uh, i'm not going to answer any knocks tonight cuz i know it's probably the men in black waiting to you know erase my memory or tell me not to talk about anything so
0: yeah i feel like we need one of those like uh, warnings before this episode that you know <laughs> on on discussion may get you in, in trouble with the men in black warning
1: do not We are not responsible if the men in black come to your door tonight. Unless you want a couple men in black to show up to your door. Maybe you're in the guys in suits. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Hey, never know, man. Everybody has their little. (laughs) 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 Just
1: remember men in black, Mike, if you have a child with the man in black, it might come out as a black eyed kid.
0: Very possible. Very possible. It takes us back to one of our last episodes. Your child might end up becoming some kind of a secret agent for the men in black.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wonder what the pay rate is.
0: <laughs> Can't be any worse than child labor, I guess.
1: I wonder if they paid a the men in black in cash.
0: Probably. That way it's not traceable.
1: Cause I always, always wondered about that. Like, like, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, what did they get paid? Like, or is it like the coal mines? They have to use, like, just company money.
0: Yeah, I figure, you know, probably some company money. but probably don't want to leave too much of a paper trail, so most things are probably handled, handled in cash. If the government makes money, though, does
1: that make regular dollars company money?
0: Hey, hey! You, you keep you keep, <laughs> my you keep my government out of your mouth. <laughs> T- tomorrow morning will be local
1: man goes missing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get started here, in our it's a bird, it's a plane, it's an unidentified flying object session here. Uh, <laughs> Like to apologize to everybody for the little delay here between episodes. We had some technical issues. We were in the middle of recording an episode and we had some everything got lost and some things popped up in real life with our regular, as people call it, nine to five jobs. Yeah, we crashed. And then,
1: of course, like, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we don't get paid to do this. So we actually have to work jobs and uh, not yet until Joe Rogan pays us money. Uh, Spotify, (laughs) hit us up. We're here. Uh, So, yeah, we're sorry we haven't had an episode out for a week or probably a week and a half, two weeks. But we're trying. We're doing the best we can. And we're actually doing this episode a little earlier. So it might be up before midnight for once.
0: Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we don't get, like, you know, 50 minutes to an hour in like last time and lose it off. <laughs>
1: if, if that happens, our next episode's literally going to be five minutes long, and it's just going to be like, hey, there's UFOs in the sky. Good night.
0: It'll We'll just have to do them parts, just little, like, 45-second clips. <laughs> just like, like you see on, uh, like, TikTok and YouTube have those small little videos where they're only, like, 30 seconds long. Yeah, we'll just do it like part twenty two, part twenty three, part twenty four. <laughs> our
1: uh, our OnlyFans uh, fans would be excited about that. They can just watch the good parts.
0: Yeah, and if you want to check out the OnlyFans, what, what did we agree on? What was it four ninety nine a month? <laughs> four, yeah, four ninety nine a month, and it's twenty
1: seconds of trying to uh get naked.
0: <laughs> we or, t- or three ninety nine. Wait, let's play this back Hold on.
1: Or $5.99, we won't throw advertisements in between.
0: (laughs) All right, Dante. Well, you want to go ahead and start us off with your first unidentified flying objects or green people, gray people, white people, whatever stories you have.
1: uh, uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. Um, This one just sounds like a movie. So, listen, on the night of August 27th, 1979, okay, there was a, there was, I won't say his first name. I'm sure his his name's out there, but there was an officer named Johnson, and no, I did not make that up. Uh, Johnson was on patrol in his squad car on a desolate stretch of County Highway 5, and... 10 miles west of a town called Stephen, um, It's in Illinois. So it's not like West Virginia or nothing like that. So at 140 a.m., he spotted a light in the sky. And as he turned left to investigate, he was like, oh, it's probably a plane. Make an emergency landing. As he drove forward, however, The light entered the car itself. He heard the sound of glass breaking, and then he just lost consciousness. When Johnson came to, 39 minutes have passed. He had an eye pain and a bump on his head. But the car seemed to suffer. A dented hood, a bent antenna, shattered windshield, broken headlight. And I love that they threw this in there. It couldn't just be like all these broken lights. They're like, and a broken hazard light, because that hazard light's important. <laughs> but both a Johnson's wristwatch and the car's clock had lost 14 minutes, which is important because a lot of UFO encounters along the road, you might not even know you had an encounter. The only, it, A lot of times people will be driving, they might see a light or something, and they'll lose track of time. Like It could be little time, too, like 10 to 15 minutes just goes by, you don't even remember where it went. So after that, the impact had cracked the windshield, which sent the vehicle coasting 154 feet along the road before it stopped at a 90-degree angle. Facing ongoing traffic. Johnson, he tell he tells the dispatcher, something attacked my car, which I can just imagine, like, the dispatcher trying to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, but, he
0: had to take a cold sobriety test, I guarantee it.
1: Oh, yeah, they were probably, well, it's the 70s. They're like, what kind of cocaine are you on? It. So he tells them something attacked my car and it wasn't a vehicle. I don't know what the hell it is, he said. So, of course, you know, you go to the doctor because your car just got attacked. And the doctor at the hospital treats his eyes, which was injured as if it was Welder's Burns. So his eyes were just, like, completely fucked up. Uh, The sheriff of the county carried out an investigation, and the Air Force and the Federal Aviation both confirmed that no aircraft had been scheduled to fly or were reported in the area of the early hours of that morning. So they contacted the uh, UFO studies, which conducted magnetic testing on the car and it had no definitive results. So in November, a metal engineer. Visited the sheriff's office, performed his own test, and the car had electrical force. It can well, it concluded that an electrical force had caused the damage to the car. So what's that mean?
0: Aliens. And uh what is it? I wonder though. The only thing I can say, like if you want to try to take a like a skepticism look at it. I know that there's like a type of powder or something that's in the uh, uh, airbags. Uh, so I don't know if the airbag would have went off or be in the 70s, possibly different technology base, but I've heard of that causing irritation and burns and stuff like that. So that's the only thing I could think of for his eyes possibly. Uh, but with what you're saying about people losing time, that's That's reported in a lot of like abduction stories too, where they can't really remember things and there's like a whole completely loss of time. Like something weird will happen, like they see a light or, you know, something weird. And then there's a complete loss of time. And a lot of times they can't remember in that time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's, and I've read lots and lots of stories where people, like I said, people will be driving down the road and they might see sometimes they don't even see lights like they might just be like eh, you know like you're driving down the road listening to radio and next thing they know it's like 20 minutes has just passed and a lot of people think they just fell asleep driving down the road if they haven't seen you know i mean if you didn't see no evidence of in like a ufo or anything like that but yeah a lot of times people just be driving down the road and if they lose track of 10 to 15 minutes or 20 minutes or longer, a lot of times it's UFOs. Yeah. Or or if you do see a light in the sky, they lose time that way too, you know, but that's when they actually notice the UFO. Because not not everybody's looking up at the sky while they're driving.
0: Oh, definitely not. I mean, you know, you should be paying attention to the road ahead of you.
1: (laughs) Well, they're trying to get that – they're trying to get that banger of a song on the radio. They're trying to get Careless Whisper playing or maybe. Hey, sus-
0: <laughs> Super suspicious insight says they might be listening to some Ace Frehley.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they appear on Jerry Springer's judges show trying to sue the aliens because they stole their time. Was it was Ace Frehley? Wasn't he on Jerry Springer because, like, this guy said he died or something?
0: I don't know. I just know he's was Spaceman for Kiss and he had a bunch of weird songs and stuff that had to do with certain things and that kind of weird. Uh,
1: I know, I know he had all kinds of UFO experiences, I believe, but I think one time like he was on Jerry Springer because this guy said that he died or something and then he was really Ace Freely. So then Ace Freely actually showed up on the show and like end up suing him or something. I don't know. It's a wild story. Uh look it up sometimes. If you know, comment because I know there's probably some KISS fiend out there that loves some ace freely. I love Ace Freely, but I don't I have not kept track up with KISS for a long
0: time. So Yeah, man. If you have insight on that or your own stories, <laughs> you can always uh shoot us an email at our email at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up anytime. I uh oh, and
1: fun fact. Well, hold on a second while I fight this cat off the top of the microphone. Okay, there we go.
0: Uh <laughs> yeah, gets on the top turnbuckle and it drops the flying elevator.
1: Dude, I, Bass Bassy's a wild man right now.
0: He's gonna fight
1: you. Uh, he is. You stay down. So now he's swatting at me. Talk about you any other time we talk about any subject this cat does not hop up on this screen. Talk about UFOs, here he is.
0: Maybe secretly he's an alien. Are you a man in black?
1: Get down.
0: It's yeah, be man a man in black hired because you know, they've heard <laughs> of the information that we talked about on the slime podcast and they're were uh, people of high listing, you know. Uh,
1: one more thing before <laughs> the cat takes me out. You can actually go to a museum where they have that squad car still damaged as it appeared in
0: 1979.
1: Oh, uh, yeah? Yep. It's still got the bent antennas, the hood, lights, everything. Windshield. Exactly how it was that day when it got attacked by the UFO. You can go to this museum and see it. <laughs>
0: That's pretty interesting stuff, actually.
1: So it would it'd be a cool travel.
0: Yeah, it's in Illinois, is Yeah. That's a bit of a hike away. But if anybody's ever in the area, they want to take a look at it. Or if you're listening in from Illinois, let us know. That'd Which? A interesting thing.
1: Yeah. I, I was going to shout out to someone in Illinois, but. I don't know if I know
0: anyone in Illinois. I definitely do not know anybody that lives in the out that way. Yeah, I don't think I do. That kind of makes me sad. <laughs> I was all it excited. One of my fun stories uh, didn't look up the most in depth thing, but I wanted to find some stuff that was interesting.
1: oh, oh wait, Illinois, Austin, hey.
0: Howdy, Austin, whoever you may be. Apparently. Yeah, you know but,
1: who he is. Okay. Do I? Uh, yeah, we play Xbox with him.
0: Oh, okay. So he living out that way now? I didn't think he was. I thought he lived somewhere else.
1: No, nah, he's Illinois. I, kn- I thought I knew someone from Illinois.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking that he was in the... somewhere else for some reason.
1: Well, was... I think he's close to Missouri. I think it's like Illinois, Missouri, like borders. I don't know. I don't know enough about geography. I'm pretty sure he's Illinois. Hey Austin, I know you're probably going to hear this eventually. Correct us if we're wrong.
0: Oh, somebody will.
1: <laughs> somebody will. <laughs> All right. Continue. I interrupted you.
0: Oh, you're good. I uh, <laughs> wanted to go with one of the uh, fun little stories that I found. Uh this one here has been listed as the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. Uh, this is one of the uh, first alleged documented encounters uh, with people interacting with uh, little gray men or little green men. So, this supposed situation happened on August 21st, 1955. Residents that uh, had a farm contacted local police stating that little green men from a flying spaceship were attempting to gain access into their house on their property. When the police arrived, they reported that seeing very many bullet holes in the, the insides of the home, but was no evidence of any kind of intruders. The family uh, described seeing little green men outside of their house and acting in a way of trying to attack it and gain forceful entry into the home in which the farmers had shot back out the windows and into their own home, trying to defend their home from these little green men. Ultimately, uh, described from the police that what must have happened was they seen great horned owls outside of their home and anything that they seen in the sky was credited as just uh, falling meteors. Can you imagine imagine being farmers who might have actually seen something? Little green men trying to forcefully get into their home, and they're uh, defending it with everything they have just for the police. Like, oh, it was just some birds and some meteors. <laughs> I, uh, first off, I want to say justice
1: for green men because – I feel like it was probably gray men. Them damn gray aliens are the evil ones. Green guys are just there for fun. They probably just wanted to party.
0: From the art depicted on this, it actually has them as little gray men, but with a green aura glowing off of them from the reported uh, drawing of the incident.
1: See, they're totally gray men. They're trying to give the green men a bad reputation.
0: If you never don't see how, like I know owls could be weird and they shift their bodies weird and they can appear, make themselves appear a lot like they're a lot taller than they normally stand because so they kind of how they sit, they kind of sit like all awkwardly. Uh, but this is another incident where the police were afraid that the men in black are going to show up if it got too much publicity.
1: I uh. Actually this is another fun fact. A lot of times in abduction stories, a lot of the people that get abducted see owls before they get abducted.
0: Are they the owls just the inside man? I really, I really don't know the connection, but
1: there's a lot of I'd have to look into owls it more.
0: Maybe they're actually just little robots disguised as birds.
1: I would like to think that owls are like off back to men in black. They got a little alien inside the owls running those mechanical mechanisms. I mean, they turn their heads completely around.
0: What animal Speaking does that? Owls though, the other night I was coming home and I actually heard some owls hooting close to my house, which used to hear a lot when I was younger, before like all the houses and stuff went up everywhere. And uh, I might get abducted, man, if you don't hear from me. It's either the men in black or aliens.
1: You're getting getting probed by some gray men. Honestly, green men probably do the probing, but it's out of fun.
0: Gray men. It's out of of trying to understand how we work. No, it's out of pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, maybe South Park is right. Maybe we're just a big reality show. I could see that. (laughs) <laughs> why why would they make a, such a
1: shit show? Like people do the stupidest shit. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I uh those owls I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look into that because I don't remember I don't remember the reason why, but I just know that I heard through multiple through like the radio and like watching UFO documentaries that a lot of people see owls. Or if you lose time at the house, I think you see owls, too.
0: Yeah. It's like, what would you do, though? You're sitting there at your house, and your dogs start barking. And you look outside, and you see this, like, flying UFO on your property. And then all of a sudden, you see these little uh, men, gray men, we'll say, and, like, trying to knock your door down. You know, they're going around towards where your garage is, and they're pounding on the doors, and then you're trying to defend yourself, and then you so you call the cops, and they're like, oh, you must have just seen some owls, man, you know? They're probably <laughs> just thinking real high, you know? I would, uh, th- uh, let's see here.
1: I don't know if the cops in my area would be able to handle a UFO, <laughs> but... <laughs> so fun, but the the FBI center is not too far from me, so Isn't there, might, there's a NASA building up there too,
0: which is in, would be interesting.
1: Yeah, so they would probably they would probably know that there's UFOs knocking on my door, and they'd be like, "Here, have this man. Take him. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> I just disappear, get abducted, probed. Green guys will probe me. Great guys will kill me. So that men
0: mean black come take in." All of a sudden, nobody remembers who you are.
1: Yeah, this podcast just disappears. It's you doing it with someone else.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> On our shirts, it'll just be you. <laughs> <laughs> what? There was never yeah. another host.
0: Guarantee in your uh, neck of the woods, though, the police department stuff up there probably would be like, this guy must be part of the heroin ring. I'm search his house. He's gotta be high as a kite. <laughs> they
1: pray. What the heck? You still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still here.
1: This damn cat.
0: Bassie anyway, one. He, he must work for the men in black.
1: He's never been this needy right now. Talk about aliens and he's all about it. If well, I
0: tell knows you what, you no. just can't communicate it to you.
1: I think he's trying to sabotage the podcast because he knows we're going to disappear afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if this podcast never sees sees the light of day, and someone finds it on my computer twenty years from now, you know what happened?
0: His <laughs> cat secretly working for the
1: men in black. Yeah, now he just he just jumped back up. This, don't you eat that cord? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to add in the description, be like, "Yeah, uh, this podcast is about UFOs and how a cat tried to sabotage the podcast."
0: <laughs> no animals were hurt in the filming of this podcast.
1: I might, I might end up getting hurt. And he's swatting at me. He's behind the computer <laughs> swatting at me.
0: Tony, <laughs> hey, man, Matthew <Massey> knows something. <laughs> He's really like Agent 256 or something. Not really Sebastian. (laughs) I mean, he
1: is black with like a white. Ah, you fucking cocksucker. Just bit me.
0: Well, if you can pull yourself together, you got to head (laughs) on with your next story. All right, I'm going to try. I'm
1: going to (laughs) try before I get murdered. All right, let's see here. Now I got to, I got to refine my notes. (laughs) All right. This next one, this next one, you could probably almost do a real in-depth like description about it. It's pretty interesting. Uh, On September 16th, 1994, there was a UFO sighting outside Zimbabwe and 62 students Age between 6 and 12, claimed they saw one or more silver craft descend from the sky and land on a field near their school. Two days prior to the incident, there had been a number of UFO sightings throughout southern Africa. So it wasn't like just all sudden, all at once, there's a fucking UFO at the school. There had been all, numerous reports of bright fireballs passing through the sky. The sightings at the school occurred at 10 a.m. when the students were outside on break. The adults were all in the school, you know, doing teacher things. So they, they were smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. Uh, the entire incident lasted about 15 minutes. When the children returned to class, they told the teachers what they had seen but were dismissed. When they returned home, they told their parents. Many of those parents came to the school the next day to discuss what happened. Now, the sighting was reported on uh, – I'm not sure what exactly this is supposed to mean, but it's like a – I think it's like supposed to be like the BBC radio, but this one's the ZBC radio, where this woman, Cynthia Hind learned about it. And she visited school, and she interviewed the children and asked them to draw pictures of what they had seen. And all the, all the children that seen them told her the same story. Now, here's where it gets creepy as fuck. So, 62 children between uh, – I'm, now I'm just repeating myself because the cat fucking attacked me. Uh, <laughs> but the basic details of the sightings were all consistent. And between – they floated down to the field of brush and small trees outside the school, and one and four creatures – okay that were described with big heads no nose just two holes so that's that's a typical alien if you see someone draw an alien they always just put little dots for the nose no mouth and this is where i don't like it long black hair i don't like my aliens with hair i am be <laughs>
0: honest that's, they're just trying to do their best impression of like an 80s rock band
1: no because then listen listen to the next part And the children said they were dressed in dark suits and communicated telepathically. So they had dark suits, long black hair, but no mouth and no nose. It's like they just tossed on a wig. (laughs) I would like to think it was like a Beatles type bowl cut. Like that was the kind of long black hair they had.
0: So just kind of fit in maybe.
1: That's what it probably was. So when they when these creatures exited the craft, many of the children ran away because, I mean, if I saw a fucking big headed alien with no nose and mouth come at me with a wig that looks like George Harrison coming at me, uh, they all ran away. And mostly it was the older kids that stayed and watched and the aliens this is how they figured out they communicated telepathically. They, some of the kids said the aliens told them this. This is, this is a quote. This girl said, the aliens communicated and told us, I think it's about something that's going to happen. What I thought was maybe the world's going to end. They were telling us the world's going to end. I don't even know. It just popped in my head. He never said anything. He just talked with his eyes. And after, after he they talked to these children, they just got on a craft and flew away.
0: I wonder if the kids tried to play country music really loud to see if their heads would explode.
1: <laughs> what was what was the song they played off of Mars Attacks? It was, it wasn't. I know um, was some
0: old like some like old country slash gospel or something like that. They killed aliens. <laughs> they
1: probably just have to play some of today's pop music. I'm going to sound like an old man yelling at a cloud. They just play. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, whippersnapper. Damn that Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little more lenient in my older age towards music. If it's catchy, I'll fucking jam to it. I don't even give a fuck any anymore. But I think it's real interesting that they interviewed. Now, they tried to dis, that Cynthia Hind, they tried to say that she kind of subtly, subtly, I don't know, I, I struggle with that word. She kind of hinted at giving these kids, like when she interviewed them by themselves, that she kind of led on some of the details. So then that's why all their stories were the same. But it was never proven wrong or right so
0: yeah just coax them into their stories
1: yeah like so you know someone probably had the main story and then she kind of would be like well did you see the silver craft too you know what i mean like i don't it, it was it's hard to tell but to me that's interesting that You know, they had all these UFO sightings, anyways. And then all of a sudden, these aliens come tell the kids, Hey, listen, our reality show is going to go to hell if you don't quit trying to melt Antarctica. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah. But yeah. That's it. My
0: next story uh, comes straight. In my family, uh, you know my father. We met my father multiple times over our long friendship. He's well, a man they, of, uh man to tell us things straightforward.
1: Well, th- this is where you disappear. So uh, it, you were a good
0: friend, Troy. <laughs> well, this story would have took place uh, in the early 60s, Uh Back to my dad's hometown of Junior, which is a small ass little town between Billington and Elkins, West Virginia, for those who might be familiar with it. Uh, Him and his friends were headed to, I believe, play basketball. Dad would have been about, he said it was probably about between like seven to ten years old. uh, When him and his friends seen a small uh, craft hovering just a couple feet off of the water, and a creek bed that leads into the uh, Tigert Valley. Uh, you can see, Dad said, you could see the exhaust and stuff from the UFO. And then it took off very quickly. And it was spotted uh, a few miles away, fully in Elkins, on the main uh, water park there, the uh, Tigert Valley River. Uh, and was actually spotted by a man who worked for the uh, local paper there and actually wrote a story about it. Of course, as kids, they didn't say anything, because back then, like, you start talking about weird stuff and stuff like that, there's always a fear of kind of getting, like, institutionalized, because uh, people think you're crazy, you know, if you start talking that with weird about weird things, you know?
1: Yeah, it was more taboo. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, but my dad, who's a straight shooter, uh, not a man who has any reason to lie or anything about that. Uh, They give us some information on the newspaper. I can't remember the exact name of it, uh, but I'm definitely going to try to look in to see if they have an archive, because I would like to try to see if I could track down the exact uh, newspaper article about it. And if we ever do that, we'll definitely post it on our Facebook. But it's uh, been a real cool story that my dad had told us. Uh, So personal family member experience with the UFO sighting pretty interesting stuff.
1: Yeah. And I remember when he told me, I mean, he just told me like, I know, I mean, I know people that don't know your dad. Like he just looks at you straight in the eyes and tells you this story. And you're like, "Dad, like, you know what I mean? There's no like bullshitting or nothing. Like he just straight was like,
0: (laughs) dad's not a bullshitter. He's pretty straight shooter about, about things.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of those things, it's, it's wild to think that like your own family members experience, you know, s- something like that.
0: Oh yeah. And it's a cool story because like you hear all these stories, like you see things on TV, there's all kinds of shows about UFOs and you read stuff online about UFOs and you see some dumb stories, which <laughs> wait to hear my next story. Cause I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist, but it's just freaking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> But to have somebody that you know and trust who's just a straight shooter tell you about an experience that they had. That's really cool because you know that it's not bullshit.
1: Yeah. I've always been kind of disappointed. Like, don't don't get me wrong, I don't want to get probed or abducted, but always at least wanted to see a UFO, like driving down the road and see like a Flying saucer fly above me, or you know what I mean? Or just looking at the yeah. sky and see one like fly by. I'd like to see one, but I don't, I'm not ready to see inside of one.
0: <laughs> and you don't, you're not ready for them to see inside of you.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to think of the words I'd like to keep it like back there. I'm still a virgin and I would like to keep it that way. It's not my thing. If it's your thing, that's fine. I mean, I don't care.
0: But personally, As Dante me, does quotation marks in the air why he says that.
1: <laughs> not my thing. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, it's just I don't know. I think it'd be cool just to say that you've seen something.
0: Oh, yeah, that goes for anything. It's just like paranormal stuff. It's like you have people who are skeptics and it's understandable to be a skeptic. But once you actually see something, just you one hundred percent can't explain that it changes your whole perspective on it, and you wouldn't be able to experience it in that way unless you actually have experienced it yourself. I
1: I cannot help it when you said can't explain it. I just automatically was like, can't explain all the feelings that you're making me feel. That's why I'm gonna sing to the UFO as it drops by.
0: This song is a
1: banger. My heart's on overdrive, and you're behind the steering wheel. Okay, I'm done.
0: Before I, <laughs> well, before well, I get to the hot pitch. Before, before we get to our last couple of stories here, uh, I'd like to go ahead and take time. Would you like to go ahead and uh, thank the people for allowing us to use their music? Yeah, go, yeah go, uh, go buy some shit off of them and go listen to them on
1: uh, streaming sites. It's uh, captaincatfish.bigcartel.com. They've been kind enough, I was going to say kindly enough, but they've been kind enough to uh, allow us to use their song as our entrance, and uh, they've gave us support, and uh, yeah, go support them, go buy some shirts, go go listen to them online, I think they get like, I don't know, I think Spotify pays you like five cents a listen, probably, it's probably something stupid, but you know, go buy the CDs instead, then you could uh, enjoy all the songs.
0: Yeah, and speaking of merchandise and stuff, we still are in the process of getting some things figured out for the shirt and stuff. Of course, everything going on here that's put us behind has also put us behind on that front as well. We have some things in mind and some things that we're going to try so we can get out some uh, merchandising for you fine listeners. And we'd also like mm-hmm. to thank you for your support and following us on all of our social media and our platforms that we post this wonderful podcast and Still blows and, me off, blows me away.
1: <laughs> yeah, it blows you
0: off. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and a huge, uh, huge, uh, shout out again to uh, George for making our logo. Uh, while well, making the t shirt logo, he did a badass job, did a banger of a job. So, when finally we get that on a G string, you'll be looking good
0: for sure. I did, for
1: sure. I did forget to uh, bring you one, but. We I do got some stickers, little stickers, and I ordered them because they were only like I don't know, like three bucks for twenty, and I just wanted to see what they look like, and they're so fucking small. That's why they were three bucks, <laughs> but they they look good. They're just really small.
0: Yeah, well if anybody wants some uh, free advertising stickers. <laughs> yeah, we got some you gotta put all you gotta put all
1: these little stickers on your back glass so people can actually see one. Like <laughs> I mean they're they're a size of like a postage stamp, I think. <laughs> but I just but saw we that. Are
0: thinking uh it will get some more information out as the information comes, but we will probably will take pre-orders for the t-shirts once we uh get everything taken care of there. Uh so be on the lookout for that once we get some things squared away.
1: Yeah, and uh some if uh the first 10 people that pre-order gets a discount on our OnlyFans for $2.99 a month, and it's our it's actually our $5.99 a month one. So you get it for half off. <laughs> I, I would like uh, to think that like someone new listens to this and like, oh yes, they got an OnlyFans like
0: Like, they don't get the joke. But I do want to thank everybody for listening. You can find the podcast always on Spotify, uh, on Podbean, YouTube. Uh, Not sure if you've got it up on Apple Music yet or not. I (laughs) know we had it on iHeartRadio for zero listeners.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's still on iHeartRadio, and we still got zero listens on that. Uh, We actually – I mean the person's probably still not listening to it and I'm hoping it's not just a VPN, but we actually had two international listeners last week, one from India and one from Russia. So that's pretty cool. I mean, if it's actually international people, that's pretty legit.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully anybody is welcome to listen to the podcast and it would be really cool to have people listening from other countries. Uh, they could be into the paranormal just like we are. Just a couple couple of dudes that are into the weird stuff, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except probing.
0: <laughs> as he puts quotation marks up again.
1: Probing, yeah. I'm getting probed as we do this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, this is going to be your last podcast because the secret agent 265 is going to take you out here. To-
1: <laughs> i tell you what, we're never going to make it to 10 at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, if you don't remember, 10's gonna be our double bonus size
0: episode. Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna have the big one. I'm uh, gonna talk about the wonderful, probably, what would you say, top, definitely, probably top three most haunted places in the state of West Virginia. I would say, yeah, easily. Uh, and we're talking about the Moundsville State Penitentiary. Probably seen it on many, many paranormal shows. Uh a lot of famous shows have done it. Many podcasts and stuff out there as well. And I've been uh, there. So have I. We actually uh used to take trips and stuff in high school for our West Virginia history class. Uh so i definitely been there. And it wasn't for like a paranormal tour, but it was just about like a historical tour. But it still was a very interesting uh interesting in-depth information on the uh, place and you get to go around and see everything and definitely a very spooky place I don't know about you but that's some weird feelings there but we'll talk more about that on our very first 10th special special double hacked episode this
1: uh I'm gonna date myself when I went there I think I listened to Avenge Sevenfold City of Evil because it just came out <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that that came out when I was going down there.
0: Yeah, I think I went would have been 2007, I believe, would have been sophomore year.
1: Yeah, so I probably went 2006.
0: Yeah, We're getting old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that was only like. 15 years ago. We're good.
0: Sixteen years ago, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. Everybody uh be ready for that once we get to the 10th anniversary, as long as agent 265 doesn't kill Donnie after this. Uh, yeah, he's ta-
1: he's actually like waving his finger at me through the window, like, come on out, boy, it's time.
0: <laughs> I
1: gotta go get probed. <laughs>
0: is gonna take you out, man. It's the nature uh, of it. Shh.
1: Don't say that name. I don't see him around right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah. Thank everybody. And uh we'll go ahead and get back to our back to our stories of little gray men and flying objects.
1: I will, uh I got I got one. My last story is a quick one, but it's a fun one. The way I like it. It's uh, so there was this couple that was kept reporting that every time I won't say every time, but at least like once a week for so long, a little green man, green man. So he was there a party, uh, would show up while they were having sex. And the first time freaked them out and they would just like, you know, they'd quit and be like, "Oh fuck!" Like someone's in here. After a while, though, they just was like, a, "They they probably was a little wild." So they were like, "You know what? He can watch." Every time they would have sex, a little green man would show up, watch them, and then disappear when it was over. <laughs> now this was a Florida story, so take that for a grain of salt. <laughs> but yeah,
0: something. <laughs>
1: So yeah, this alien would just show up every time they'd have sex. And then when it was done, he just disappeared. So he just walked. It was probably just their creepy neighbor in a green man outfit, but
0: Yeah, he went he went to like one of the local like novelty stores and just got like a green man like costume where it's just basically like a green screen suit with an alien mask. <laughs> that,
1: that would be funnier, actually. Like this guy in a horribly made alien outfit. He's just watching. Them. Actually, that'd be kind of creepy. That'd be creepy as fuck. I would make that into a movie.
0: <laughs> Can't be worse <laughs> than anything else that you watch.
1: <laughs> I am not. I didn't say whether or not it be a porno or not, but I'll make it into a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's all I have uh, for that
1: one. That, I just thought it was a quick, fun story. It was a Florida man
0: story. It's the, same, it's the same thing with mine. And this is the most ridiculous thing, and I'm pretty sure this probably is not a true story, but I did find it in research, and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. So just imagine you're having a nice pool party. You're in middle school. You have a swimming pool. Your parents let you invite all your friends and stuff over, and you're just having a nice summer day, splash around with your friends. And all of a sudden, in the woods nearby... You see a crash fly over, then you start hearing some rustling around in the trees and bushes and stuff coming from the woods. So your general reaction, just like these kids, they're gonna run inside. You know, they see something weird. Now they're hearing noises like people coming close to them. So they run inside. They go inside for a while and telling the parents and stuff about what they had seen. Uh, Parents, you know, just thinking it's just kids just being overactive imagination, you know what I mean? Or maybe one of the kids trying to scare the other kids, you know, tells them to, you know, go back outside and enjoy their party and everything like that. They go back outside, all their pool toys and floaties are mysteriously gone.
1: (laughs) Come on, they got to have pool parties too.
0: Yeah, man. They might have like a nice little hot tub in the UFO or something and they want some toys to splash around with, you know, those little noodles to beat each other with and little uh <laughs> I like to think that one of them probably was like one of those like inflatable rings that has a duck on it. <laughs> yeah, there's just like
1: the green alien riding that. Yeah. It'd been it'd been better if they would have walked outside and the aliens are just swimming in their pool. <laughs>
0: But I thought it was the most ridiculous thing. It's just like, alien, show up, run pool party, steal all <laughs> the pool accessories.
1: Was, was it in Florida? <laughs>
0: I don't remember exactly where it was from. Like I said, I, I did find it when I was researching some of the uh, information because I was trying to find something fun, you know? You know, did I find something fun? But I couldn't find it again. I thought I had it saved, but I could not find it.
1: <laughs> it's got to be a Florida story, too. <laughs> I think we Possibly. should do it. I think one day we should do a segment of just Florida UFO stories. You know it's got to be ridiculous. I mean, just Florida stories in general would be enough. Ridiculous for an episode. (laughs) I love Florida stories. Florida (laughs) man. Florida man. I did. uh, Now, I didn't know if whether or not this would be. um, Since our whole thing's about UFOs. I did do uh, like our UFO reporting for today, so
0: oh yeah, go ahead, man. Give us that information.
1: I uh, it it was I had a couple of them saved because I wasn't for sure what day we was actually going to record this, but this on uh, it's a little ahead because I like I said I thought we were going to do it a little. You know, I didn't know when for short, but it's for 4-6. So it's close enough, 4-6-15. And now, just to remind everyone, I'm not adding words to this. This is exactly how it's written, how the person, the witness reported it and everything. So it was reported on 4 2015 so a newer one. Location, you like this, Troy. Morgantown, West Virginia.
0: We're reading it God. By, by God.
1: God. The duration was 30 minutes. Characteristics, there were lights on the object. The object changed color. There were aircraft in the vicinity or aircraft chasing the object. All right, here's the report. This light I'm seeing appears to be moving in a short distance, back and forth. At 11.29 p.m., I noticed what to, what appeared to be a bright star. After focusing on it while lying in bed, I noticed it changed, <laughs> it changed her collars, gotta love these reports, mostly white and changed to red several times. It was also moving back and forth and up and down, but in no particular pattern. It moved angled up and down, also side to side. Also, the object is flickering. I used a compass, and it is roughly 60 to 60 degrees northeast. I am currently monitoring it now.
0: And that's all they have. So he's in bed. He has a compass. He has a computer, and he's reporting all of it.
1: Apparently. Well, this I think you got to call in. So he probably was in his underwear with a compass, and he saw the UFO, and... (laughs) I don't know. But, <laughs> but in the in the report he never even mentioned that there was aircraft chasing the object. I don't know. I ain't gonna question it. I'm not trying to disappear tonight.
0: Yeah, you never know, man. You never know. But I do know. If you're spending a wonderful evening with your significant other, you're playing some Marvin Gaye setting the mood, trying to put the moves on, and start getting down to the business. And you notice little green man there, just taking all his fantasies of voyeurism in for facts. That it's possible that that's not paranormal. That's burned my brain Won't go away And I'm pretty sure it's staying. Cause it stays And it's strange Only feel good in the fall